Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of eight books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. Today I want to talk to those parents out there or those would-be parents out there about what does it take, what, is it, what does it mean to be a good parent? How do, what does it take to raise happy, healthy, resilient, successful kids? Good news is I am a parent with my wife, Georgia. We have raised uh, two wonderful sons, Christopher and Nicholas, who are now 29 and 25, great kids, great people. And that doesn't make me an expert, but at least I have some kind of experience in this process. I've also written a book called How to Get Kids to Do What You Want, which really takes my life from the top of the mind philosophy and applies it to parenting. So I thought I'd do this video today because some other kind of ideas have come into my mind. There is a quote on parenting that I'm sending out to those 6,000 folks on my quote list. By the way, if you ever want to receive one of my favorite quotes each week, along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply that quote to life, all you got to do is go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com. Just Google Bill Crawford PhD. I'll come up on the first page. Hit the subscribe button. It's free. Put your name, email address. Each week I'll send you one of these quotes along with two or three paragraphs about how to apply to life. This quote is about parenting. It says, you know, having a baby no more makes one a good parent than having a baby grand piano makes one a good pianist. I really love that because I think it speaks to the difference we just having a baby. A lot of people say, okay, I just had a baby, now I'm a parent. Well, yeah, but that doesn't really make us a good parent. In order to be a good parent, we have to have the same kind of dedication to learning and growing and practicing that it would take to become a good pianist. If we do that, we can begin then to get better and better and better at it. And we're going into it with the goal of learning. So in terms of learning, I always like to start with science. So there is a study out there that's been done by Robert Epstein. He and his graduate students interviewed about 2,200 parenting couples, uh, looked at 100 parenting studies from the past, did about a, a meta-analysis of all that data, interviewed about 100 parenting experts, and came up with the top 10 things that parents need to do, the top 10 skills parents need to have, what they need to do to raise happy, healthy, resilient kids. The first one is love. That's the most important. That's not a real surprise. Kids don't know they're lovable until they're loved. They don't know they're valuable until they're valued. They get their sense of worth through our eyes. So they need to see our love for them so they can feel like they are a lovable person. The second thing kind of totally surprised the researchers. It has to do with the parent's ability to deal with stress. Now, on some level, that kind of makes sense because when we're not dealing with stress too well and then we turn around and deal with our kids, they get all that kind of downhill stuff and they feel uh, put down or uh, criticized in some ways when it's really us not dealing with some stress. That's why I really love going around the world teaching people how to access this clear, confident, creative, loving part of who they are by accessing the upper 80% of the brain. I call it the top of the mind. It's a philosophy, a frame, framework that I have created and I get to go around the world practicing. And when I'm doing my parenting seminars, I always talk about coming from this upper 80% of the brain, this clear, confident, creative, compassionate, loving part of who you are. So that you're dealing with stress in a way that then allows you to turn and deal with, to, and deal with your kid in a way that they feel loved and valued and respected. The third thing, again, shocked the, the researchers. It has to do with the parents' relationship skills with other adults. 
You know, kids live what they learn. They watch us interact with other adults. And that's become the, that becomes their way of interacting with other adults. So we've got to be careful sometimes if we have people in our lives that we are in conflict with. If we kind of show our kids that in a way that implies that somehow this is a bad person and they have no right to be this way, kids grow up kind of learning that. The fourth thing is autonomy and respect. Kids need to have choices and they need to know that they are respected. You know, I always talk about when I'm doing my seminars, how do you raise happy, healthy, responsible, respectful kids, cooperative kids? Well, anytime we're interacting with our kids, we're teaching them something. So we can't teach respect by being disrespectful. We can't teach cooperation by being uncooperative. We can instill confidence in our, in our kids if they hear us saying, I have no confidence that you know this. So that's why kind of learning to be a parent, kind of being able to bring love to your interaction with your kids, making sure you're handling your own stress, knowing how to do that so you engage your child in a way that is loving. Being able to create relationships with those around you, your spouse, your ex-spouse, your family in a way where if your kids were watching, they would want, you would want them to take notes and emulate what they saw, giving your kids choices. What about, people say, what, well, what about discipline and behavior management? Boy, that's on the list. That's number seven. So it's not like that isn't important, but it's so far down the list. Love the ability to deal with stress, the ability to create positive relationships with the other person, um, autonomy, these are the top four components. So I think what we want to do is really look at that. Now, here's something really important. It's not about being a perfect parent. I had a professor of mine, Dr. Sam Buser, once told me, Bill, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. As a matter of fact, you don't ever want to be a perfect parent. It doesn't give your kids anything to be better than. So when we make a mistake, we can show our kids how to learn from our mistakes. Rather than feeling shamed or blaming something else or somebody else, we can go, okay, good information. If I had that to do over again, here's how I would do it differently. You know, whenever we make a mistake, there's always learning that applies. But if we'll get past the shame and the blame and the fear that somehow that we screwed up and there's something wrong with us and move into the learning component, then we can not only teach that to ourselves, but teach that to our kids. So what I wanted to do today is bring you some information about what it means to be a good parent, the ability to take it on as if we were learning to become an accomplished pianist. By the way, when I was getting ready to do this, I was, you know, looking through my email and Pinterest every once in a while will send me an email with some things that they think I might like. Often they're very, very poignant and I kind of take them and save them to one of my boards on Pinterest. This one popped up with parenting. And there were so many really cool things about parenting there. I started saving them and saving them and saving them. And I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool if I just kind of showed them to you? So normally I end my videos with a slide that says, hey, if you want Dr. Bill to come and talk to your organization, here's what you do. Today I'm going to end with this series of quotes and ideas that I found on Pinterest. Enjoy. And until next time, here's to you. Bring in more clarity, confidence, creativity into everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.